everyone. This is Pastor Randy and Pastor Nicole here. And listen, we are in February, the month of love, right, baby? That's right. Oftentimes in the month of love, we love everything else. We love our children. We love our jobs. We love what we do. We love our sports or our hobbies. We're asking you this month to love your marriage. It's important that we prioritize the things that are important in life and hold us together. Yes, amen. And to help us do that, on February the 24th, it's a Friday night from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., we have a special Love Your Marriage event that's happening, right? That's right. There's going to be finger foods. There's going to be giveaways. And child care, so there's no excuse not to show up. No, free child care. You don't even have to pay for it. Yes, so listen, there's going to be a QR code right there on your screen. If you want to, like, hit that QR code, you'll know all the information. Again, the time and the date. We want to see you there to just help build your marriages and make them stronger. Be sure and invite friends. They don't even have to attend our church. That's right. But just come out to improve their marriage. Love your marriage. Amen. We want to see you there, everybody. God bless you. We love you. Bye. All right. Good morning, church family. How's everybody doing this morning? Some of you just made it here out of bed, I can tell. That's very good. Give them a That's good. Good job making it here. It, it goes that way sometimes. I am uh, Tim Lamaster. I'm the youth pastor here at the church, if you don't know who I am. And I just want to thank you for being with us, especially if today is your first time with us for a service. Thank you so much. Like, we're so glad that you joined us. If it is your first time here, we would just be so thrilled if you would grab one of our first-time guest cards. It's in the back of the pew right in front of you, so you should be able to see it right in front of you. You take that and fill that out. You have two options. You can turn that in during our offering. We have these buckets that will come down. You can drop it in the offering bucket, or you can take it out to the Welcome Center in the lobby, and they would love to meet you out there as well. We'd just love to know who you are and to be able to encourage you and pray for you and things like that. And if you're joining us via live stream, thank you so much for joining us on live stream. We know it's not always possible to be here in person. We're so glad that you're joining us through through that, but we'd love to have you come visit us in person as well. So if you haven't yet done that, come join us. We'd love to meet you in person. Got a couple of announcements for you. The first one is this. Today is the last chance to sign up for small groups, so we're going to practice this again. How many of you are signed up for a small group? Raise your hand. Let me see. Okay, look to your left and your right. If the person next to you isn't, drag them out there and sign them up. That's what should happen. Why? Why should we be in small groups? Because it's one way. It's one way that you can use what God has done in you to encourage, bless, and strengthen somebody else in their walk with Jesus. That's why. You get to be the community of Christ serving one another in small groups. It's not a deal where somebody stands up and leads you. It's a community. It's a group getting together to talk and pray and seek the Lord together. And so it's a good thing. You should sign up for it. Home groups is going to be starting back up next Sunday with the exception of one home group. Uh, they'll be off this, this month in February. But for locations and times of each group, you can go online to the Welcome Center to find the one that best fits you. Again, home groups are just a connection point. They're a way to build community. Church is about more than just listening to a sermon. Church is about being the body of Christ. Home groups is a way that you can get connected to the body. We're also doing a coat drive for the Mercy Mission in Sydney. And uh, what we need are brand new coats. This isn't our rule, it's their rule. They're giving brand new coats, so the coat still has to have the tag on it. But if you want to give a coat to somebody in need, that would be great. You can bring in those brand new coats. There's a coat rack right out in the lobby that you can hang those on, and we'll make sure they get to the Mercy Mission. Finally, we have our Love Your Marriage event. It's coming up February 24th. How many of you are married? Raise your hand. 
How many of you love your marriage? Keep your hand up. I know, you're like, who's going to put their hand down in church? <laughs> can we just, can just for a moment, can I just encourage you? I've been married, this year will be 10 years for me and my wife, and I'm so like, yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm gonna, I've really made her work for it, you know, like she had to work really hard to, um, but you know, if we're honest, sometimes marriage is, is tough. You know, it's, it's tough, and you go through things, and there's nothing wrong at all with working on your marriage. I don't care how great your marriage is. Your marriage can always be better, you know, and especially if you're in a moment where you're like, marriage is kind of tough right now, then this is something for you to really consider. And if you're in a spot where marriage is good, great, because here's what I know. There will be people at the event that could probably really use your encouragement and your prayers. Right, to know that it's gonna be okay. You can get through the tough moments in marriage, that it's gonna be all right. So I wanna encourage you, if you're married, be there. If you think marriage sounds like a cool idea that you wanna try out sometime, you should be there too. And it's just gonna be a great event. Will you guys stand with me? We're getting ready to go into worship this morning. You can stand up, high five somebody next to you. Tell them they're in a house of hope. They're in a house of hope. You know, as we get ready to go into worship, I just wanna, just wanna encourage everyone, I wanna challenge you with this. You know, I wonder to myself, what would I be like if Jesus were to walk into the room in, in the flesh? You know, if Jesus, if Jesus just walked right down and started worshiping, that's, that's an odd concept, isn't it? But you know, when Jesus walked the earth, he's saying, hymns and he worshiped the Father. If Jesus were to just participate with me in worship, if I were to see the object of my worship right in front of me, how would I worship? There's a couple of things I think of. First off, I wouldn't care one bit what anyone else thought. Jesus just walked in the room. I'm going to give him everything I've got, right? Now it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If I want to dance like David, I'm going to dance like David until they tackle me and throw, you know, a blanket over me or whatever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm going to sing as loud as I want to because it's for him. It's not for you. I'm not going to care if you think I'm terrible. I know I am, but Jesus loves it. I think if Jesus were to walk right in the room and I was to see the person in whom I placed all my faith, it wouldn't matter what I was going through, how big of a burden I'd been carrying. I'm seeing the one who can take it. And I'd just, I think, I'd just drop to my knees and just say, Jesus, you can have everything. You're here now, which means it's all going to be okay. Amen? Churches, we worship today. Here's what I want us to do. I want us to fix our eyes on Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is here. And when Jesus is present, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. Will you just bow your heads real quick? Father, I just come before you and I lift up every person to you right now. Father, who's just coming in here heavy today. Father, they're just coming in and, and life's been difficult to them. I know it's not everyone's story. Some of us are going to be here today worshiping you with our hands lifted high, rejoicing because of the victory that we're walking in, because of the goodness that we're experiencing. But Father, some of us are going to be worshiping this morning with our, with our fist clenched tightly because it's taken every ounce of faith we've got to worship you today. God, I pray for those people this morning. I pray that they would be able to see Jesus. 
I pray that they would have confidence that when Jesus is present, it's all going to be okay. And I pray that your spirit would whisper that to them today as we worship. It's all going to be okay. Father, we thank you that you're faithful. Father, receive our praise. Receive our worship. As we lift up and exalt your name, I pray that your presence would just fill this sanctuary. Father, that people would have encounters with the risen Savior this morning. That lives would be saved, Father. That healing would take place. God, do what you want to. Just show off this morning. Just show off this morning in this service, Father. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Church, let's worship together. Shake the 
Holy Spirit, take my hand now. Lead me out in the living waters. You're the wellspring, you are stirring. You're the life for your sons and your daughters. Eyes are open to the unseen, and my faith is arising within me. So bless the Lord now, sing it out loud. Come and give the Lord his glory. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. So I'm going deeper, deeper still into your love. You're calling me deeper, deeper still So I'm going deeper, deeper still Into your love, into your love Eyes are open to the unseen Bless the Lord now, sing it out loud. Lift your hands, give the Lord His glory. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. So I'm going deeper, deeper still into Your love, because Your love keeps going. Deeper, deeper still. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. So I'm going. Deeper, into your love, into your love, there is freedom in the water, there is healing in the water, oh Jesus, you're the river and we'll never find the end, there is freedom in the water, there is healing in the water, oh Jesus, you're the river. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. So I'm going deeper, deeper still into your love because your love keeps going deeper, deeper still. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. So I'm going deeper, deeper still into your love, into your love. There is freedom. In the water, there is healing. In the water, oh Jesus, you're the river, and we'll never find the end. There is freedom in the water, there is healing in the water, oh Jesus, you're the river, and we'll never find.
sins I have, I'm slowing down, tuning out everything but you. There's no rush, you're welcome here to take the room. I don't want to be in a hurry, I don't want time to get in the way. that we thought were of him but they are not of him and I literally saw a white brick wall obliviated just burst almost to powder and that's what God is doing here today will you receive it will you receive it in Jesus name
spoken word you were singing over me you had been so so good to me for I took a breath you breathed your life in me you had been so so
I have called you out. Those garbs of captivity are no longer on you. I have clothed you with my holiness, with my righteousness. I have made you mine. As the prodigal father covered his son, and he was no longer the prodigal, but he was the redeemed. I have redeemed you. Why do you turn and look back? I pulled out my people out of the land of Egypt. And even in their wildernesses, even though they saw my hand working, they still looked back and they still hungered and thirst of the things of Egypt. Turn, my people. Turn to me. I am the author and the finisher of your faith. I am your beginning and I am in at your end. And I have promised you in my word that he that has been faithful, that has created and done a perfect work in you is faithful to complete it all the way to the end. My people, turn. Trust me. I am your redeemer. I am your creator. I am your God. I am a holy God. Turn and be holy unto me. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. Oh, no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down. Coming after me, oh no, there's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. No wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. No shadow, no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. Oh no, there's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. deserve it still you give yourself away holy overwhelming never ending reckless love of god yes oh you are so good
harvest this moment. I want to harvest it for forgiveness. Just feel the Holy Spirit really pressing this in. Forgiveness is a beautiful thing because we're all human beings and we all make bad decisions every once in a while. We all make choices. And sometimes we carry those bad decisions with us way too long. And they become a burden. And they affect our relationships, not only with God, but with other people. There's a powerful word that the Lord gives us. It's this. The ability to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Confession. Ownership. I did make a mistake. I did choose the wrong thing. I did hurt you. I did hurt whoever. But I'm sorry. When we confess, and the Bible says that when we confess, we find forgiveness, we find healing. And I just sense that the Lord wants to bring some healing to people today in this service. But it's going to take a brave act of confession. Because the last thing that God wants is for you to walk around in a prison when Jesus died to set you free. Let me say this. The last thing God wants is for us to keep people in prisons that he died to set free. Some of us are missing the life that God truly has for us because we just haven't forgiven. But forgiveness starts with confession. And I know this is a bold move because sometimes we really hurt people. I mean, really hurt people. And it's hard sometimes to go and admit it and to say, I'm sorry for what I did to you. But the Lord wants to do a work in us. And we got to be brave enough to trust that he knows what he's doing. All right? So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to do some corporate prayer, but here's what I want to do first. I want each of us to just bow our heads and just say, Lord, you know. And if this is you, if you're one of the people that have been carrying this unforgiveness, you know because I'm telling you right now, your heart's on fire. You know exactly what the situation is. You know exactly what the circumstance is. You know if you were the one that hurt somebody or if they hurt you. We all know this stuff, but we want to lay it down at the feet of Jesus. And we want what Jesus wants for us. Amen? So would you guys bow your heads? Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to lead us in a prayer of just inviting the Holy Spirit to search us. Pull it out. Reveal it to us. And then we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to give us courage to make it right. To go and confess. And to ask for forgiveness. Some of you, that's going to be something you need to confess to the Lord. And I'm going to challenge you and encourage you to bring it to the altar. And if you need somebody to pray with you, our prayer team is going to be down here to pray with you. Because we want to see people get set free today. But some of you, it might be your spouse that you need to reconcile with. Can I just tell you the Lord's work is reconciliation. The devil's work is separation. If there's something that's separating, it ain't from God. And God wants to heal and reconcile. And it can start with just a simple act of confession and forgiveness. Father, I pray for every person here, myself included. Lord, if there's anything in me, if there's any hurt that I've caused to anyone else, God, I pray that you would bring it to my remembrance. You know our hearts and you know our intentions. Father, I pray that you would just reveal it so that we can, can confess to one another, so that we can find forgiveness 
Father, so that we can receive reconciliation and healing from you. God, give us boldness. Give us courage to take that step of faith. To do what is a very simple thing, but can often be the most difficult thing, to say, I'm sorry. And to truly mean it from our heart. With the brokenness of the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray for those that have been carrying the weight of their past transgressions against you their whole lives. Father, I pray that today would be the day that they find true freedom at your altar, Father, as they bring it and they lay it down. God, to embrace the new identity they have in you, Father, not to walk in a prison cell that you've set them free from. If you could forgive Saul, who killed your Christians, and you could name him Paul, and do what you did in his life, certainly, Father, there's nothing we've done that you can't reconcile, that you can't heal, that you can't fix, Lord. So, Spirit, do your work in us right now. Do your work in us right now. Church, as the Spirit leads you, if there's someone that you need to go and repent to, let's do the hard work today. Let's do the reconciling of the scriptures. Tell us to forgive one another as Jesus Christ forgave us. Our heart is to reconcile, Lord. So, Father, I pray for marriages that need the strength to say, I'm sorry, that they'd find it today in Jesus. Father, I pray for family relationships, not marriages, but maybe, maybe fathers to their sons, fathers to their daughters, mothers to their sons, mothers. Father, whatever those relationships are where they just need to hear, I'm sorry. God, I pray that it can happen today so that healing times of refreshing may come. God, for those of us that need to repent to you and lay it down at the altar, Father, I pray that they would do so. If that's you, if you need to get right with Jesus, then I want to invite you right now to come down to the altar and just lay it down here. Why? Because I want you to symbolically, by faith, you're going to bring it and you're going to set it down and you're going to leave it there when you go back to your pew. Because when Jesus forgives, he forgives, man. He's not holding you in a prison. He's not shackling you to your past sins. When you come and confess and get repentance, he says, you're brand new. Let's go. Let's move on out. That's why I want you to bring it to the altar today. There's not anything special about the altar. But it's just something for you symbolically. I laid it there and I'm not taking it home with me today. And if you need to reconcile with your family, if you need to reconcile with somebody in the church, today's the day. Let's do this. Let's do the hard work of the kingdom and see God do something amazing in us as forgiveness reigns in this house. The band's going to keep singing for just a few moments. If you come down to the altar, somebody's going to grab you and we're just going to pray with you. If you want them to know what's going on, you can tell them, but we're just going to lay hands on people and just see Jesus set some people free this morning. Amen? You guys with me? Forgiveness is of the Lord. We're going to see reconciliation in the house today. All right, let's go, Ben. Lead them into some worship.
If you're believing a lie that says I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with because God is trying to punish me for something, it's a lie. No good father hurts their children to prove a point to them. That's not what he does. He's a good God. Does he discipline? Absolutely. Good fathers do discipline. Why? I want to protect you. That's going to hurt you or you're going to hurt someone else. So we're going to bring correction. We're going to bring discipline. But he's a loving God. He's a loving God. Let's pray, and then we're going to move into our offering. Father, I thank you for forgiveness. I thank you that you are willing to forgive us. How we need your forgiveness. We fall so short of your mark. But God, in your love for us, you just continually pour out grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. I thank you that you're so good, Father, that all it takes is us just coming to you and admitting what we've done and asking for your forgiveness, and you do it. Jesus paid the price. Jesus did what was necessary for us. We can just receive it, and we can learn from you. So, Father, as we receive forgiveness from you and from one another, I pray that you would lead us in how to not continue in the mistakes of the past, but, Father, that we would forge a new path as we walk in step with the Spirit of God. Help us, Father, to be like you, to love like you, to forgive like you and to walk in the restoration that you bring, to walk in the reconciliation that you bring. And Father, we're not under any delusions. We know that some things are very difficult to walk through, but God, we know that all things are possible with you. So Father, give us strength. We might have forgiven each other today, but we gotta walk out and live out forgiveness. So lead us in it, Father. We need you to help us. We cannot do this on our own. We need your spirit. We need your strength, Lord. Father, I thank you for every person that's here today, Father. And I pray that you would bless them, turn your face towards them, and be gracious to them, Father. And I thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You guys may be seated. If you want to, you can stand up the whole service if you want to do that too. That ain't going to bother us. Good morning. Can I share some exciting news with all of you? So yesterday, John, Kristen, Linda, and I uh, were blessed enough to go to the Lima Convalescent Home where five people gave their lives to Jesus. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. So exciting. You know, sometimes I think that we um, make this Christian walk harder than it really needs to be. The gospel is simple. There's a simplicity with the gospel, and his name is Jesus. And we try to figure things out and search the scriptures and do these things on our own. But the simplicity of it is if we just spend time with Jesus in the secret place, he not only begins a work in our hearts, but he teaches us and leads us, and we build this relationship with him and we learn who he is and these things that we're to be obedient in just comes naturally it becomes who we are and we make it so much harder than it is just seek Jesus that's the answer just seek him seek him and he'll do the work in us so I have to apologize I told EJ that I was what scriptures I was reading from but I didn't tell him that I was reading from the NIV today so he might have King James up there. 
Um, we're going to go to James 2 and read verses 14 through 18. <clears throat> it says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith and has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself is not that is not accompanied by action is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. By my deeds. You see, faith will bear fruit. Faith will bear fruit. Quick little testimony. A lot of you know that I was going to go to school of evangelism, but it got canceled. Um, when I got accepted in December, I had went into the manager's office and had given my resignation uh, because I had to leave work in order to go to the school. Uh, this was in December. They postponed it and... Um, during the time before I knew they had postponed it, I kept thinking to myself, well, are they going to start interviewing people? You know, this is going to take me some time to get someone trained. And, you know, I thought, okay, well, it's the holidays, maybe in January. Then we went back the first week. They still didn't hire or they weren't even interviewing anyone. And I was very confused by that. Well, turns out they decided not to replace me. They were instead going to divvy up all of my accounts between two girls that were there. And, um, which I thought was crazy. I didn't understand that at all. I thought, oh, that's a lot of workload, but they were gonna get a raise and things like that. But anyways, um, when the school got canceled, I went into the office, explained the situation, and praise God that I am able to keep working until I leave now in July. Uh, but my point is this, I have a relationship with Jesus and I am a tither and a giver and if I had not been, would the situation had played out in my favor, I, I can't say that it would have. So there's a totality with a relationship with Jesus that comes from the word of God. And as we seek him, we learn what those things are. And it becomes natural to us when we hear his voice to give above and beyond our tithe. We do that because that's who we are now. And our trust isn't in the promises itself or what we do. Our trust is in the Savior that we have come to know and love. We trust Jesus and who he is and what he says. So let that encourage us today. There's a simplicity with the gospel and his name is Jesus. And if we just spend time with him, all the rest will work itself out. He'll do the work in us and make us who he created us to be. Amen. If you need the tithe and offering envelope, there should be one in the back of your pew. If not, you can raise your hand and someone will bring you one. But let's just pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. Oh, God, for the souls yesterday that were saved. Even, God, if it had only been one, it would have been worth our time to go there. But we thank you, Lord, that five people have been accepted into the kingdom of heaven and we thank you, Lord God, that you allow us to have a relationship with you, Jesus, that when we spend time with you, God, you do a work in our hearts, in our minds, and you make us who you created us to be. And so obedience to your word becomes natural to us. It becomes who we are. And we're so thankful for that, God. So today as we bring our tithe and our offering, 
if you're whispering to us to give above that offering, if our heart is racing and we know to give above that, God, that we would be obedient, God, and we trust that you see our faith and our trust and our hope is in you and none other. In Jesus' name, amen. Give it back to you, pressed down, shaking together, running over, amen. Well, we want to say thank you for being here tonight, or this morning rather. Uh, Pastor and Pastor Phyllis are uh, for once enjoying a little vacation time, so be in prayer for them. They'll be back uh, this coming Sunday, um, but uh, they need some time off just to have fun and relax. So I'm sure they're probably watching right now. Pastor, Pastor Phyllis, we send our love to you, and I hope you're not watching right now, but if you are, greetings from Bakken's Ohio, where it's about... Oh, 60 degrees colder when you're at right now. So um, I hope you're enjoying yourself. But with all seriousness, we love you. We're praying for you every single day. We appreciate you being our pastors. Amen. Well, we have a special treat for you right now. Uh, we have an evangelist here. It's been to our church many times. I was looking back. I think his first visit was back in 2012. So we're talking 11 years ago. His name is Evangelist Mark Dunphy. Uh, Brother Mark has been with us many times. We love his heart. We've been to his church uh, he's now uh, strictly an evangelist, but he and his wife, Debbie, travel truly all across America and around the world. And he does some things that's very near and dear to my heart. He does a lot of tent meetings. And of course, me working for Brother Schaumbach, I remember putting that 5,000 C tent up and how many blisters I got doing it. But I was also so thrilled to see the tens of thousands of people that were just one to Christ through them. So he's doing those as well. He's seeing literally thousands of people come to Christ every single month by what he's doing. And he's getting ready to launch on national TV. So we're going to be able to see Brother Mark pretty soon on television. And we're excited about that as well. So we know he's got a word in season for us today, Only Believe. So if you would, please give a warm Only Believe welcome to Evangelist Mark Dunphy, please. Praise God. Well, that was nice of you. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Amen. It's colder outside than a mother-in-law's embrace. Praise God. Amen. I hope pastor's having a good time. He's probably the only man on that beach. Hallelujah, that's got a Bible with them. Hallelujah. Pastor, if somebody's staring at you today, 
It's just they've never seen legs that white. Hallelujah. Did I say that? I shouldn't have said that. Praise God. Pastor's just a spiritual father to me, and we love him so much. You know, one time my son Ben was out in the woods with Pastor, and Pastor was way up in a tree stand hooking something up, and all of a sudden something jarred loose, and Pastor fell down, and my son Ben caught a worldwide ministry in his arms. Hallelujah. Pastor still got scun up a little, but he might have saved his life, my son Ben. Now, can you imagine if I'd have been up in the tree stand and I'd have come flying down and Pastor had tried to catch me? We'd have said, we love this spot. That's where Pastor was squished. Hallelujah. Praise God. Debbie Dahl, come on up here. We thank God for Debbie. Thank God for Brother Eric. Doesn't he look angelic? A wonderful man. That's what I'm going to look like in heaven. Hallelujah. If you put my head on his body, it'd be an awesome combination. Praise God. Praise God. I love books. Jesus called me to write books. You know, if so, Jesus loved us so much, he gave us a book, 66 books, a compendium of books, the B-I-B-L-E. I want every one of you to meet Simple Simon. Simple Simon will change your life. Amen. You'll never be the same. There's another Simple Simon book. I want to warn you, after you read that one, you're going to want to read the next Simple Simon book. Praise God. I've got a package here that I call it the next level package, and it deals with living in the land of more than enough. The stealing of a healing, how to stay forever healed, and divine promotion. Get these books. That's a next level package, and it'll change you in all of them three areas. Amen. This book is called Seed and Soil. There's a lot of great books out there. And you let the Holy Spirit speak to you about getting them books. If you can read, get the books. Hallelujah. If you can't read, get someone to read them to you. Hallelujah. And these books will get precious to you as the years go by. That's what's happened to me and Debbie. Hallelujah. And she is a blessing. We don't charge for our books. We let you give whatever the Holy Ghost speaks to you to give. Amen. Down here at the Loves, they're doing the same thing today. Just fill your car up and whatever the Lord shows you. Just be faithful to the Lord. Hallelujah. We want to get our materials in people's hands. And the Lord will bless you for it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm blessed. Say, I'm a reader. Say, I'm a leader. Thank you, sweetheart. Praise God. I'm not big on sermons, but I'm real big on messages. 
and the Lord gave me a message. The Lord gave me a message for you today. And I just know that between now and 2.30, God's going to do something special. Praise God. Just a joke. Amen. You're not going to get to the buffet and have the Baptists already cleaned it out. Hallelujah. I want you to turn in your Bibles to Acts, the second chapter. We could take 20 minutes. Good to see you. Glad to be here. How are you? But the Lord wants us to get into the Word. Take your Bible and hold it up and say, I believe the Word. Say, the Word is working mightily in me, and I have ears to hear what the Spirit says to the church. Say, I'll never be the same again. I'll never be the same again. One more time, I'll never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says in Acts, the second chapter, and the 41st verse, then they that gladly received the word were baptized. Bible says in the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. They didn't say, let's try this. They stayed with the message and with fellowship and breaking of bread and prayers. The Bible says in verse 46, and they continued daily. They had church every day with one accord in the temple, breaking bread. They ate together from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord. Said the Lord, the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. The Lord sent me here today to teach to you on supernatural church. Supernatural church. Not church made by man, designed by man, but supernatural church. Raise your hands. Father, we ask that your anointing would come into this house and that you would do supernatural things for the glory of God. Let your presence fill this temple and let us be changed in the name of Jesus, the mighty name of Jesus. Pastor likes a story that I tell. We've sat around many times laughing and he'll say, Brother Mark, tell that story. One time in Patterson, New Jersey, we were seeing good things happen, but that morning I don't think we were having supernatural church. My head usher come down the stairs looking kind of white around the gills and said, you got some problems up there. We had a homeless shelter. Men and women were there at the time, and a 350-pound woman had said that the Lord told her to take her clothes off and dance before the Lord in the altar. This was before church. Thank you, Jesus. And of all days, my sainted mother, my Pentecostal mother, was with me in church waiting to go into the auditorium. 
My dad was there. Amen. One of the men in our church went up with a big blanket and tried to cover her up, and she turned into a kung fu fighter. Hallelujah. It took five or six big, burly, Patterson, New Jersey police officers to wrestle her down and tie her to a gurney. I'm standing there by my conservative, sainted mother while they lug this woman in a basic straight jacket on a bed down over the stairs. It wasn't supernatural, church. A lot of places, they're having something today, but it's not supernatural, church. Well, Thelma, why don't we try that church over there? They're giving ostrich rides. Good luck. Well, that place, they're having everyone gets a pizza when they go there. That place, there's a jump, jumpy castle for all the kids. Well, that's good. You can go and be entertained. You can have your thing. Well, let's, let's go over to that no-commitment assembly. Hallelujah. It only lasts 45 minutes. It's a long 45 minutes, but I think we ought to, you know, we've been in this church for nine months, and we've been in 17 churches set under 17 pastors. I'm starting to feel like it's moving time again. You can do that if you want, but this is a supernatural church. Your pastor has supernaturally been called here. God is moving in this house. God's getting ready to move in this house again. The glory of the latter house will be greater than the former house. Praise God. You know, I don't know anything about this church. No one's talked to me about this church, but we're going to just get in the Holy Ghost and see what happens. Hallelujah. I'll go sit on the front row and listen to myself preach. Sister McGillicuddy may have left. Amen. Hophni and Phineas may be gone. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Dathan and Abiram may not be here anymore, but I tell you, you're getting ready for supernatural church. I tell you the word of the Lord, what God has done in this place is nothing compared to what he's getting ready to do. You may be discouraged. Your mother-in-law may not like you. You may have come in here on fumes today. Amen. But God is getting ready to do something so supernatural that he will get all the glory. Not that which is birthed by man, but that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. I feel life in this house. You know, some of you... Used to dance all night for the devil, ride a motorcycle, get beat in the face, and still go to work at 6 a.m. Now, you're home every evening, 
saying, dear, let's watch reruns of Jeopardy and re Wheel of Fortune and just eat a TV dinner. Well, look at the time. It's quarter of nine. Let's go to bed, honey. Praise God. And you're in into hibernation. Praise God. The old gray mare ain't what she used to be. And some churches ain't what they used to be. And some preachers ain't what they used to be. Some ministries are not what they used to be. But hear me. You shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. There's a wind that's blowing. There's a stirring that is coming in these evil days. God's going to get brighter. God's going to move by his power, and we're going to have supernatural church. Some people can't tell the difference today between a rooster and a hen. Hallelujah. But we're going to have supernatural church. God called pastor here supernaturally how'd this church get here supernaturally how have you seen all that you've seen supernaturally one grease factory though they made grease and after a while it took so much grease to run the grease factory that they didn't have any grease to sell and some churches, by the time they get everything greased, by the time they spin all the plates, amen, they're just tired and exhausted. But I say to you, there's a refreshing coming to this house. I said, joy cometh in the morning. I said, God's bigger than your divorce. He's bigger than your bankruptcy. He's bigger than anything you've been through in your past. My God shall deliver thee. But you got to stick with the message. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. Well, we don't want to offend anyone. Well, we don't want to turn anyone off. Listen, thousands will come as the anointing of the Holy Spirit fills this church. We're not trying to out-baptist them, and we love the Baptists. Amen. We love the Episcopalians. Hallelujah. We love the Nothingarians, but we're different today. We think different. We feel different. I'm not normal today. I'm not trying to be normal, but that which I I have received of the Lord, I give to you. God is getting ready to do something so supernatural in your life and in your house that you'll say, I didn't see it coming. It's bigger than I thought. It's better than I thought. You know, some people get real happy when they drink. That's not my testimony, by the way, but they get real happy when they drink. Amen. Some of you, you need to just get drunk in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Well, I'm burdened. Well, I'm in under. <laughs> I 
I'm I'm your heavy load. Y'all pray for me. I'll hold out till the end. Hallelujah. You need some new wine dumped down your throat. Glory to God. You need to leave church going, (laughs) hallelujah. It do you good. If someone said you're in no shape to drive home, it would do you good to fall out under the power. It would do you good to say, I haven't felt that since we started coming. Hallelujah. That which drew you in here was the mighty moving of the Holy Ghost. The Son of God will set you free. Stir up the gift that is in you that was given you by the laying on of hands, and you'll be a candidate for supernatural church. I was praying over this church, and I saw like this big pot started boiling. Hallelujah, something's cooking. Hallelujah, something's brewing. Amen. Just say, Washington, you can't have my gas stove. Hallelujah. I said the heat's being turned up. A lot of churches, they're cooking on a little hot plate. My God's turning up the heat here. Praise God. I said conviction comes to this house. Praise God. I said the anointing comes to this house. I said the fire of God comes to this house. I said the glory comes to this house. My God's getting ready to move in a spectacular way, and you'll say God did that. You'll say he showed up. Heaven came down. The glory came upon us, and we were quickened, and we were changed. Well, I've been discouraged, Brother Mark. You spent three and a half years with Jesus. You spent three and a half years following him. Now the devil's got you in a back room dark, all by yourself, wearing a COVID mask, hallelujah, saying, I wonder if we're going to make it, but I hear a sound of some women running down the road saying he is alive, he is risen, he is not where we laid him, praise God, what we thought was the end is just the beginning, what we thought was just the end of things, God's getting ready to do something wonderful. I was praying for pastor this morning, and I can't explain it, and I don't need a Xanax. I don't need a pill. Amen. I don't need a quick ride to Columbus. Oh, they can help you over there, Brother Mark. I'm telling you, I was praying for him, and all of a sudden, I saw him. Man, he looked like the Terminator. Hallelujah. His eyes... Praise God. All of a sudden, he looked like Rambo. It was like he had a leather jacket on. It it was like he was tough. He is tough. Hallelujah. You don't do what he's done and not be tough. He's tender at the same time. But these words came to me while I was praying for pastor. You got a huge church. You got a mighty crowd. But he's going to recover all. Hallelujah. He's going to recover his health. He's 
going to be strong in his body. Hallelujah. Uh, right now, he's praying about something. I don't know what he's praying about, but he's praying about something. Amen. He's believing God for something. And when he comes back and he's behind this pulpit, you're going to hear the word of the Lord. He's going to say, I've heard from heaven. He's going to say, this is what the Lord has imparted to me. Thank God for a pastor that hears from the Holy Ghost. Who's on fire? You could be with your cousins over there at Brother Deadhead's church who's got a post hole digger degree. You could be over there at Fruit Loop Charismaniac. Hallelujah. Thank you for those amens. We press on where you can live anyway, do anything. Where they preach grace heavy, it's like you're in the mafia. Once you're in, there's no way out. I hope they're right. But you got a man of God that will preach the word of God to you. Amen. When pastor gets back, hallelujah, some of you are going to say he hacked into my email. Some of you are going to say, I know he's got one of them spy FBI cameras in our fire alarm blinker. Hallelujah. How do you know I thought that? How do you know I said that? How do you know I've been going through that? It's because you got supernatural church. Thank God, there is an anointing that destroys the yoke. There is a quickening spirit that once you feel that power of God, you'll never be the same. I was at Applebee's the other night. I said, my order is a little different. I said, I want two French onion soups. They brought them. The first one was lukewarm. I slurped on it a little bit. The waitress come by and I said, this second one here, can you take it back? And can you burn it? Hallelujah. Can you take it back and let it get in the fire? Oh, some of you have been miserable. You've been burdened. You've wondered how you're going to press through. You just need to get in the fire. Hallelujah. There is a fire that will burn sin out of you. There is a fire that will burn depression out of you. There is a fire that will change you. There is a fire that will put your marriage back together. There is a fire that will quicken in you. There is a fire where you'll never be the same. We are baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. We are baptized with the anointing of the Holy Ghost. You know, I love pastor. I love brother Eric, but they eat some strange stuff. One time we took them to a restaurant. It was an expensive place and it was a sushi place. Now, those Japanese, we love them, but they don't spend much on gas stoves, I can tell you that. I circled my son and I that 
buffet it turned into a buffet hallelujah and I was hoping to God I could find something to eat I would have paid for a grilled cheese sandwich hallelujah and pastor and brother Eric they actually said to me out of all the places we've been this is the greatest restaurant we've ever been at I said man what you're eating we use for lobster bait on traps in the state of Maine and I want something that I'm eating that's still wiggling. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't want to eat something that closely related to a worm. Hallelujah. And some of you, <laughs> when you let the devil plant thoughts in your mind and you meditate on it day and night, you're eating spiritual sushi. No offense, Eric. Hallelujah. When you let the devil lie to you, when you say they disappointed me, when you say I've been hurt, I've been wounded in the house of my friends, turn to your neighbor today and say get over it. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn to somebody on the other side and say get over it. I said we're not, we're casting down imaginations. In everything that the enemy would put in our minds, God's not done blessing you. God has supernatural church for you. Supernatural fire. Supernatural anointing. We do more tent meetings now than anything else. Jesus gave us a brand new GMC truck. He gave, One day I was with my son Ben and I was writing him a check for $500 for his ministry, and my phone rang, and I said, I need to take this call. And a lady said, can I see you? She said, I want to sew $10,000 into your ministry and help you get that truck. I said, where do you want me to meet? Hallelujah. God kept blessing us. God gave us a brand-new tent. God gave us 200, almost 200 chairs. God gave us a generator. God gave us a sound system. God gave us lights. Praise God. Got when Zephyr Hills in a few days, we're going to start a tent meeting there that we're going to Claremont. Hallelujah. We're having supernatural church. God used to live in a tent, and God inhabits the praises of his people and we're not here today to announce the opening of a historical society. We now are going to welcome you to the Botkins Historical Society. Look at what the Lord has done. Do you know who came that was famous and stood behind that pulpit and one day this happened and one day that happened? No, we declare. We got a little announcement that God's getting ready to use pastor like he's never used him before. We got a little announcement to make. The greatest days of only believe ministries are just ahead of you. Hallelujah. We can't get married to the past because our future is so bright. We're candidates for supernatural church. Praise God. Supernatural church will heal your body. One day under the tent, 
this woman wanted me to pray for her at the beginning before services had even started. And ordinarily, I would say, no, I, I'm going to wait. You know, the anointing will come on me. But I went over to this little woman. And she had her car parked right on the edge so she could leave early. She had pills all over her lap. And I can remember I prayed a simple prayer in Jesus' name over her. She just started to move a little bit. And as the service went on, she started moving more. Hallelujah. I kid you not. At the end of the service, I looked and she was dancing under the anointing of the Holy Ghost under the tent. That's what supernatural church does. Praise God. I got a touch, Brother Mark. I had a Holy Ghost jerk. Well, I believe in that, but how about falling out under the power? How about having an experience with God whereby you say, I will never be the same? I'm praying God will do something here so mightily that you'll go home and hug your mother-in-law. You'll say, you know what? The devil's been telling me that someday my wife's going to look just like you. But even if she does, I'm not going to kill myself. Hallelujah. <laughs> no one's going to kill themselves. Praise God. That's that same woman I'm talking about that every night at supper, she looks at your wife and says, I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. You've made your bed. Now you're going to have to lie. God can make you love anybody. Praise God. God can unite anybody. God is calling this church to get in one accord and to find an upper room. And you shall be baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire. And God will give you divine anointing and connection and you shall have supernatural church. The Americanized gospel asks for little and offers little. The Americanized gospel, it's a form of godliness, denying the power thereof. Thank you, brother, for that amen. Hallelujah. You know, years ago, amens, I used to thrive on them. And I appreciate them, but something is pushing me on greater than an amen. It's being obedient to the Lord. Eighty years ago in the United States, they'd take eight weeks and train an 18-year-old and soon have them dropping bombs out of an airplane flying over Germany. Eighty years later, their great-grandson is 37 years old, living with his mother, amen, playing video games and delivering pizza. Some guys have been over-mothered. Hallelujah. Some churches have been over-mothered. 
I declare to you, Jesus sent me here to tell every one of you, get back on the front line, get winning souls, get your eyes off yourself, and look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, and you shall be changed and have supernatural church. Praise God, I'm not ashamed of the Pentecostal difference. I'm not ashamed of what we have that is different. Rigor mortis may have set in your, in your life. You may be struggling. You may be fear-filled. But today... There is a quickening spirit. Raise your hands all over this church. I said there is a quickening spirit that is coming on this house. There is a quickening anointing that's coming into this temple. And God's getting ready to do something supernatural. And God will get all the glory. God's getting ready to heal the sick. He's getting ready to fill you with the spirit. And you shall speak with others other tongues. He's getting ready to supernaturally connect you to God's people and you'll say, I can't be what I used to be. I can't go there anymore. I can't watch that anymore. I've been changed. I'm a new species. I'm in this world. I'm not of this world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Where I come from, they have electric fences that keep the cattle in. And if you have the nerve, you can grab a hold of the electric fence and the current will flow through you and you can reach out and zap someone. Praise God. Here today in the presence of God, I can feel the current moving on the line. Hallelujah. Here today in the presence of God, we're going to lay hands on you in the name of Jesus. Here today in the presence of God, we're going to cast the oppression of the devil off you. You're going to be healed at the touch of my hands, which has Jesus in it. Hallelujah. You're going to see something happen in your life. Amen. God's going to do a new thing in your life, and you're going to like it. You shall be filled with power and God's getting ready to add to this church daily. Say daily. Such as should be saved. You got to have faith. Some of you have been on a keto diet, a Mediterranean diet. Praise God. You've been on a vegan diet. My grandmother, she could take your work boot and put it in oil in a cast iron frying pan and put some breadcrumbs on it 
amen, and give you a main potato with extra butter on it. And you'd say, Eleanor, this is the best thing I've had in a long time. The oil makes the difference. What's the difference in preachers? The oil makes the difference. What's the difference in churches? The oil makes the difference. What's the difference in singers? The oil makes the difference. You need oil put on you today. Hey, raise your hands. You need fresh oil to come on you. Fresh oil from the throne of God. There is oil in this house. Bring your vessels, not a few. There is a new outpouring. There is a flow. There is fresh oil that comes from the throne of God. And when you get that oil on you, you won't squeak. You won't murmur. You won't complain. Well, why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? No, the oil of gladness. Hallelujah. The Lord tells me you people are going to start liking one another again. Hallelujah. Amen. If I'm making you mad, don't overblink. Praise God, or we'll know we're getting to you. Hallelujah. Why don't you come to church, find the poorest person here, and go hug them every Sunday? Why don't you find somebody that can't do anything for you and tell them we're glad you're here? Why don't you say we need to go out to dinner sometime? When you start loving people no one else loves, I said when you start loving people no one else cares anything about, God will connect you to people that everybody would like to be connected to. There is a connecting in the spirit that is taking place here today. There is a joy of the Lord that is our strength. Fresh oil from the throne comes on on us and we have a new vision we have a new glory we have pentecostal power praise god praise god supernatural church reinhardt monkey brother eric and brother ted opened the door so i could meet him brother reinhardt monkey tells the story about a woman whose unsaved husband, she brought him to church. She brought your wife may have drugged you to church today, but you won't leave here like you came. Hallelujah. You know, if your husband is not saved, why don't you stop telling him every day, I married a heathen. Why on God's earth did I marry a heathen? Thank you for those amens. Hallelujah. Why don't you go home and give him a big kiss, a wet kiss, and say, God loves you. Can I cook you something? He'll say, what on earth happened to you? I think I want to go with you next week. Praise God. The love of God turns everything around. This woman, it's a true story, verified. She brought her unsaved husband to church. The only problem was he was dead when she brought him. The only problem was he'd already been embalmed and had his organs removed when she brought him. But she drug his casket in to the basement of that church. 
but they were having supernatural church that day with Reinhard Bonnke. I can tell you when he got up out of the box and walked upstairs, he caused quite a stir in that house. When he walked upstairs and said, I'd be in hell, but somebody prayed for me. God is stirring you today. God is raising you up today. God's bringing the backslider in here. God, when I prayed for pastor, there were all these mighty men behind him. His mighty men are rising up. His mighty men are returning. Hallelujah. And the Lord shall get all the glory. Supernatural church. Things that only God can do. Things that only Jesus can perform. The Lord, did Pastor Dosick have a brother that passed away and went to heaven? I don't know what this means, but I was praying today, and the Lord told me he will replace his brother in this church. God's going to give him men that will be like pillars and beams that will stand throughout this church that don't have an agenda, that say we're here to win the lost. Praise God. It doesn't have to happen my way, but we want God to move. Pastor, what has the Lord said to you? What has the Lord shown you? Thank God there is an oil being poured out here today. God said to Samuel, Fill your horn with oil and go. God is taking you to a new level. God is taking this house to a new level. And we're having supernatural church. We're not scared of the devil. He's scared of us. We're not burdened. We are not depressed. We are not struggling. For we have been in the presence of Jesus. And God is adding to the church daily. Such as shall be saved. We're eating together singing together, praising God together, and we're in that number of supernatural saints in a supernatural church. Little woman right here. Praise God. Put your right hand on your chest. Amen. Here, put your some kind of a shortness of breath sometimes that comes on you. The Lord takes that. Hey, <laughs> The Lord, look at me. The Lord tells me to tell you your heart's okay. Hallelujah. And the Lord shall quicken you today by the power and fire of the Holy Ghost. Oh! Now touch your ankles, and the Lord's doing something in that leg right there. <laughs> Woo! Amen. The Lord touches that leg right there. Hallelujah. Glory. This is a nice lady. How many of her would you like in the church? Hallelujah. Amen. We got Joyce Meyer's sister here, too. What a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord steady. The Lord makes you strong. <laughs> and the Lord shall use you in your intercessory prayer ministry like never before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Raise your hands and say, I want more of Jesus. Praise God. I want more of him. I want more of his power. I want more of his anointing. Praise God. Hallelujah. I speak over this woman, blood pressure, be right in the name of Jesus. There's something in your throat, your neck, amen, that sometimes when you swallow, you can feel something catching. But there it is, the power of Jesus touches you, and behold, in the name of Jesus, look at me, this tiredness leaves you. <laughs> this weariness leaves you. Amen. Strength comes to you. Hallelujah. We'll move a little bit. Hallelujah. Amen. Move your legs. Glory. Yeah. 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 We're going to invite you to the church marathon. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Glory, the fire comes into you. The fire comes on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't you believe everything the doctor tells you? We're not anti-doctor, but don't believe it. Hallelujah, for the Lord has a good report. Amen. This mighty man, raise your hands. Hi. You're not deaf, but a little dullness of hearing. And I command this to leave. There it is. Hallelujah. Amen. These nerves, auditory, out. Glory. Amen. Say. Amen. Glory. The Lord's getting ready to bless you. Amen. Financially. Amen. He's going to expand your borders and do something wonderful for you, and you'll like it. Amen. Amen. We're not anti-medication, but there's some medication that is affecting you. Hallelujah. And I speak over you that you'll not have to take that. Amen. Amen. One more thing in your sinuses. The Lord heals that part of your body. Just breathe in. Now breathe out. Breathe in. Now breathe out. In. There it is. Glory. 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 Amen. This handsome man here. Raise your hand. There's been a sadness the devil's put on you. But the devil is a liar. And the Lord strengthens you today. And the Lord gives you joy today. And I just feel to tell you everything's going to be all right. I just feel to tell you the bad part is past. There it is. And Jesus strengthens you. Hallelujah. I'm seeing you in the spirit. You look good. But I'm telling you, when you were 18, you looked like a movie star. Hallelujah. Now you look like John Wayne. Hallelujah. But the Lord gives you back that which the locusts and the canker worm have eaten away. And Jesus gives you some new friends and some divine connections. And we lay our hand on you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And we speak that the fire of God comes on you. 
Amen. And the Lord shows me there's someone you need to forgive yourself. Hallelujah. You need to let it go. You need to say, I'm forgetting that. I'm putting that behind me, and you shall be changed. Hallelujah. Raise your hands and say, fresh fire. Hallelujah. Say, fresh anointing. Praise God. Amen. speak that God will do something domestically for you, something wonderful, amen, that you're going to like. Hallelujah. I don't know where you live now, but I speak over you that Jesus is working that out for you. Hallelujah. He's, I'd like to have this. I'd like a little more of that. Jesus do it for her, a handful on purpose in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Dear sister, dear prophetic sister, lean over and touch both knees. And I, one of them's worse than the other, but I speak that you shall not have to have surgery on those knees. I speak that the snapping goes out of one of them knees. I speak that the tendons are healed and that Jesus does something supernatural for you. Supernatural. Supernatural. Amen. Amen. Well, you got a great personality. Amen. The Lord today is the lifter up of your head. The Lord today says to you, quit thinking so much. The Lord today says to you, quit analyzing things so much. The Lord shows me you have a great sense of humor when you want to use it. Hallelujah. You're funny. But the cares of life, you're not possessed, but the enemies oppressed you. And I'm going to tell that to leave. I command that to leave you even now. In the name of Jesus. Wait just a second. In the name of Jesus. There it is. Woo. Now touch it. Now touch it. Woo. <laughs> Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, we speak that that leaves you. That heaviness lifts, and you're free in the name of Jesus. Amen. This great woman of God behind you, she's going to be a friend to you, and you and her are going to talk. Amen. And you're going to say, I can't believe I'm telling you this, and it's no, you didn't rob a bank, and no deep, dark secrets. But you're gonna, <laughs> you feel that? Feel that joy coming on you? Amen. This joy I have. Hallelujah. Thank God for joy. Thank God for peace. Thank God for strength. Arthritis, come out of this body. There it is. Move a little bit. Woo! Amen. Heavenly Bengay. Hallelujah. Someone sitting beside you today, they don't smell right, they got Bengay on. Hallelujah. Generated, but Jesus, oh, healed in Jesus' name. Yeah, there it is. Amen. 
You're a little older than people think. Amen. Amen. We're not checking your birth certificate, but I said the Lord is making you younger. I said the Lord is winding the clock down on you. I said God's not done blessing you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, are we getting into that? Yeah, you could use it. That's just what you need. Hallelujah. I'll tell you, if I do that, it'll be God. I pray it hits you right now. Praise God. Supernatural church. Amen. I was in a church one time, and I said, this church needs to build a church. People cried. The presence of God came in. And they took up $82,000 in that service. The next week, someone gave the pastor $50,000. They got about $150,000 to $60,000 in a few days. They have 20 acres in Zephyr Hills, Florida. We're going there in days to do a tent crusade. They're building a new church. God is moving by his power. You hear me when you have supernatural church, you have supernatural money. Hallelujah. When you have supernatural church, God blesses you and overflows. I say to you, the vision of this house is so big, the only way it can come to pass is God. God has to bless you people that are here. Raise your hands and say, I have supernatural money. One more thing the Lord spoke to me is that the things that pastor sees on the foreign field, he's going to start seeing them right here. Hallelujah. I can hear him in the spirit leaving the box auditorium. I thought I was in Africa. I, thought, I felt like I was in Kenya there today. Praise God. Amen. I thought them people were black. Hallelujah. It's just like something happened. Hallelujah. Oh, God's no respecter of persons. God can do it in any place, on any continent. We want supernatural church. Glory. Glory. We're going to take an offering. We're going to do it now because I don't know what's going to happen the rest of this meeting. Praise God. Grab your neighbor's pocketbook and obey the Lord. Praise God. I've asked the Lord to speak to people today to send us across the nation. We're getting ready to go on national TV. You can send us. You can go with us. Amen.
Amen. You get to play something different than that song. Hallelujah. You're doing good. He's a good piano player. Praise God. Hallelujah. Get find something fast, son. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want you to give a faith offering today. A faith offering is usually something you didn't plan on giving. A faith offering is something you didn't maybe think you could afford. But you do it. And is it all right if I pray that whatever you give, that it'll come back into your life? Can I tease you a little bit? No one said I can, but I'll go ahead anyhow. If God's given you two numbers today, the bigger one is God. Hallelujah. Maybe God will speak to you to sow a special seed. You do what he tells you today. And Jesus will get all the glory. I remember one time when I was 16 years old. I'd worked all summer for $2.30 an hour. And I had $500, a little more saved. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me to give my pastor all my savings, basically, and to meet him one Sunday morning and give him a $500 check that represented all I had made that summer. And I can tell you the joy that I felt putting that on his big presidential desk for his TV ministry. He started crying. He didn't think I had any money. Someone here today, maybe no one thinks you've got anything, but you've got something. And if Jesus puts his finger on it, it's not he wants to take something from you. He wants to get something to you. Say amen. He wants to get something to you, not take something from you. I gave that $500, and I want to say this for God's glory. In the last 40 years, the Lord has given me that $500 back time after time after time after time. Because I helped him with his TV ministry, Jesus will help us. We've got a suburban that went to be with Jesus. Amen. Every time that we put a new cluster in it so we could see the dash, the mileage got lower. I thought it had 500,000 miles. Debbie says 600,000. My daughter, 700,000. It went to be with Jesus. Hallelujah. If someone wants to give us one of them, We'll give you a ride home today. Hallelujah. Do whatever Jesus tells you. I guess there's places to give online, places to give with a credit card. You do whatever Jesus tells you to do. Amen. Ushers, are you ready? Praise God. Are you ready, ushers? Amen. If you're writing out a check, make it out to... Only believe ministries. People online, you can give. Praise God. Whatever Jesus tells you, 
Praise God. Give a faith offering today. Amen. We have a message God has given us that we're taking around the world. And thank you for being our friend. Amen. Thank you for blessing us. Hallelujah. I speak over every gift today. Raise your hands. I speak over every gift today. I speak over everything that is being sowed. And I decree and declare over you, even up in the balcony, even online, that when this money leaves your hand, it shall not leave your life. I don't know why I'm saying this, but someone may have something tucked away somewhere. You felt like, I don't know what that money is for. Maybe it's for evangelism. That's between you and the Lord. Hallelujah. What I'd like to have you do is I'd like to have everyone come down. And if you gave online or whatever, just put it in the offering bucket. And then I'd like to have you circle around and come through and give me the privilege of laying hands on your head. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can you get saved during an offering? Is there anything in the church bylaws that says you can't? Bow your heads and close your eyes. How many would say, Brother Mark, if Jesus came today, I'm not right with God. If he came today, there's something between me and my Savior. Put your hand up and I'll see it. I'm not where I should be. I don't know Jesus. There's a hand. Someone else raise your hand. I've drifted. I've grown cold. I've grown lukewarm. And today, I want to make a recommitment. Today, I want to give my heart to Jesus. Put your hands up and I'll see him. Praise God. Someone else. Praise God. I want everyone in this church to look at me now. I want to give you one more word from the Lord. Go out into the highways and byways and compel them to come in. Hallelujah. Bring the sinners in. And as they come in, they shall be changed. And you'll be so happy. If you need Jesus, pray this prayer. Say, Jesus, forgive me. Wash me in your blood. Say, I believe Jesus is the Son of God, and I'm saved. And when you're coming through the line, say, I got saved today, Brother Mark. Amen. Are you ready? Come and sow a seed and then do a circle, a boomerang, and start coming back that way. And I'm going to pray for you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
I thank the Savior because He picked me up, turned me around, placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the Master. I thank the Savior because He healed my heart, changed my name, forever free. I'm not the same. I thank the Master. I thank the Savior. I thank God. Get up, 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 get up,
Now I want to tell you, I want to tell you when the Holy Ghost puts you down, if you'll just lay there a minute and let him saturate you, hallelujah. You know what you're eating? You go to someone's house, they say, this is possum. Now we've soaked it in this brine and it's not tough. Praise God. God's going to tenderize you. Hallelujah. Oh. Pick me up, turn me around, place my feet on solid ground. I thank the Master, I thank the Savior. Heal my heart, change my name, forever free. I'm not the same. I thank the Master, I thank the Savior, because He healed me up, turned me around. Place my feet on solid ground. I thank the Master. I thank the Savior. He healed my heart. He changed my name. Forever free. I'm not the same. I thank the Master. I thank the Savior. I thank God. Is arising within me. 
So bless the Lord now, sing it out loud. Lift your hands, give the Lord His glory. got a wonderful brother here he's had back surgery in November and I just feel like it's taken longer than you thought to get better and that it feels like something's not right all right if we let Jesus open you up today and reoperate hallelujah <laughs> I feel a heat in those hands right there can you take that off amen glory Glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're having supernatural church here today. Amen. Uh, I feel
Holy Spirit, take my hand now. Lead me out in the living waters. You're the wellspring, you are stirring. You're the light for your sons and your daughters. Eyes are open to the unseen, and my faith is arising within me. So bless the Lord now, sing it out loud. Come and give the Lord His glory. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. So I'm going deeper, deeper still. Into your love, because your love keeps going. Deeper, deeper still. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. So I'm going deeper, deeper still. Into your love. Into your love, yeah. My eyes are open to the unseen, and my faith is arising within me. So bless the Lord now, sing it out loud. Lift your hands, give the Lord His glory. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. So I'm going deeper, deeper still. Into your love, because your love keeps going. Deeper, deeper still. You're calling me deeper, deeper still. So I'm going deeper, deeper still. Into your love. Into 